I'm Liz hirschnoff tolly and welcome to Capital Coffee Connection. And today we are speaking with an elected leader, Capital, works in a capital, coffee, we're having coffee together, and Connection, we're just here to connect. And uh, one of the reasons for this podcast is to meet with elected leaders, but not to speak about politics and policy, rather to really talk about the heart and humanity. Because so many people will say, oh, he's just a politician, or he's just a cutout. And what I want people to understand is that behind many of our elected leaders are these really incredible people that have great stories, great backgrounds, and are really passionate about the work they're doing. So um, you think about like the human genome, which pretty much says that 99.6% of everybody, 8 billion plus people on planet Earth are the same. And I am curious about that 0.4% and what makes us a little bit different, but how do we actually use our differences to come together and not to actually fight? So I was thinking um, while preparing for today, my sister Jennifer has been a school teacher for 33 years. Yeah. I'm always inspired by her energy, even on rough days. She works with fifth graders. Uh, many of them are first generation Americans. So not only is she teaching, but she's also helping their parents to navigate a new place, um, a new country, new rules. And I always am inspired because even like year after year, she's always looking for new ways to be innovative, but also really just thoughtful of the children's experience. Um, and I was thinking our first lady is an educator mm -hmm. and first lady Jill Biden says, teaching is not a job. It's a lifestyle. It permeates your whole life. Yeah. And I think for people who are educators, no matter what they end up doing, if they're not even in the classroom, it does permeate their whole life. And yeah. I know for my sister, Jennifer, it does. And I know our guest today, Greg Landsman, it also is in who you are. Yeah. Um, Greg is from Ohio, Cincinnati's first congressional district. He's a freshman. And um, I'm really excited because your story inspires me. Thank you. And um, we're just gonna go right, get right into it, have our coffee together. And, uh, you know, really dig in and have fun. Sounds good. So what I want to start with is, um, we'll go back to the beginning of Greg time. So you were born and raised in Cincinnati. You're both your parents were teachers. So I want you to do two things. Talk about what it was like to be raised by teachers. And just because I want to get right to it, talk about what's, who Cincinnati is, what, what Cincinnati means to you as a person that's been there your whole life and now represented in the U.S. House of Representatives. Well, thank you for doing this. Okay. I, I think it's wonderful. Uh, and thank you for including me, having me on. So I was born in Cincinnati. Uh, my parents got divorced when I was uh, two, and they both remarried very quickly. Uh, my m mother remarried uh, a wonderful person, uh, a professor uh, of anthropology at Miami University. So, um, and my father uh, remarried a wonderful woman uh, from Cincinnati. So my dad stayed in Cincinnati. My mom uh, moved to Oxford. So I was born in Cincinnati, and I consider it home, but was really raised... Uh, in large part in Oxford, in Butler County. So, oh, okay. you know, in, you know, I have the benefit of, and I do think it's really been helpful to me uh, to have grown up in a small town like Oxford uh, in 
uh, rural Ohio, Butler County, but also to have spent a lot of time and ultimately most of my adulthood in Cincinnati, mm -hmm. uh, in a city. So, uh, you know, it was, you know, the I got both worlds, and yeah. um, you know that's helping me now because I. Uh, represent a district that includes it's a third a third a third so it's southwest ohio the city of cincinnati uh is a third of the district the suburbs uh of cincinnati is a, another third of the district and then rural uh, warren county is Got it. another third so it's been helpful in that regard having been able to uh you know live in both worlds and really love and cherish and appreciate the aspects of both of those worlds in terms of being an educator i you know i came by it honestly my parents were teachers and to your point it does it is it is who you are and so uh, it was a big part of my childhood watching my parents and mm -hmm. and and for my mother in particular it was everything and you know i I wanted to do it. I wanted to be a teacher and and I still find myself using my teacher's voice, uh, trying to <laughs> uh, talk in a way I, you know, just, you know, we do so many town halls and yeah. I, I do sort of, uh, you know, con, you know, I, I, I provide some context for the first, you know, five to 10 minutes, almost like it's a, you know, a, a, a classroom. And then I just engage uh, folks and, you know, ultimately I'd love to be back in a classroom. I think that's where I'll ultimately end. Right. Um, yeah. So talk a bit about Cincinnati. Okay. I see you have the Cincy heart pin. Yeah. Um, what's special about Cincinnati? So Cincinnati is one of the greatest places ever. Uh, okay. And those of us from Cincinnati, we're, we all, we have a lot in common, but we're all, obsessed with our city we just think it's it's a great city and part of it is uh the fact that it's uh it's a it has a really strong sense of community community and so you know you always f feel like you know everybody yeah. uh, I whenever i get to the airport i'm always i'm always shocked that i don't know all of the people in the airport yeah <laughs> you know um so uh and I think that's what Americans are really eager. They're craving community. Yeah. Uh, and we've been divided for too long. And and um, and, and then plus the pandemic. Yes. Uh, where we were just shut in. Okay. And now we want that community. And, and, and so that's a big part of my public service is trying to build that community, uh, both in the, in the district in Southwest Ohio, uh, but also in our politics and, and making sure that people feel very much welcome, uh, welcomed, and that they that that they feel like, oh, this is home, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And you know, I think that's going to be very important for us. Uh, it, you know, for those of us who really believe in public service and our democracy, is that you know that this is this is a place where you know you you belong. And that there's a place for everybody. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah. Um, okay, but you didn't tell me what's special about Cincinnati. So the community Just, piece to like, me, the I think community important. is like the biggest thing. But like, Cincinnati. if I showed up in Cincinnati, what would I be able to eat, do, think? You know. Yeah. So it's a it's a low key sort of uh, you know foodie city. Uh, okay. You can you know we have we're famous for our Cincinnati chili, which is remarkable. 
uh, and and very good. Uh, but we also have you know all of these incredible restaurants. Cincinnati has this wonderful downtown, and just north of downtown is a place called Over the Rhine, and and you have just it's 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 very much alive like it's a, just a vibrant it's the basin because we're a city of hills yeah and and then we have 52 neighborhoods and these in these wonderful suburbs so we have it's 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 a giant wonderful community of communities we have these amazing neighborhoods so i think unlike a lot of cities you can drive outside of downtown and find these really wonderful uh business districts yeah all over Cincinnati and each one is charming and wonderful and it's nice yeah and so and then you know just just I mean even in the city of Cincinnati where we live uh, my wife and and I and we have two young children we live in the city of Cincinnati but in the woods you know because that's kind of where we grew up and that is a lot of Cincinnati so you have the best of the city you got sports team you know we have some of the best professional sports teams we have you know, incredible fine arts, uh, arts yeah. um, world, great food, but you also have, you know, hometown, uh, these amazing, small town. yeah, small town, hometown feel, yeah, uh, and 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 amazing parks. I mean, some of the best parks, amazing. woods yeah. uh, in 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 the country. Yeah. So, can you go back and just talk a little bit about high school? Because yeah. I'm always like thinking high school is such formative years. So you could tell us. What you did in high school, yeah, and maybe if you had a teacher that was really inspiring or a coach, yeah, but just somebody who kind of showed up for you, listened to you, knew who you were, and and that you carry with you. So I went to Talmadge High School, which is in Oxford, Butler County, and uh, it's a relatively small high school, two three hundred people uh, per class, yeah. and so you knew everybody, and I and I love that. I, I you know my high school friends are some of my uh, closest friends to this day uh, and um, you know it was neat because my mom was a teacher in, in our high school she was a special education teacher she she did something really remarkable when she got she was an elementary special education teacher and then a middle school special education teacher when she got to the high school the curriculum was just not really working for the kids that she was working with and so she chucked it and turned her uh, room which was, you know, mar- you know, isolated down this long hallway into a cafe that the students ran, and it became this 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 destination for everybody else. And I I would go with my friends every day, uh, and uh, it really pulled this classroom, uh, you know, of, of of students who had either mild to severe disabilities. Uh, into the larger school community and it was really amazing it's beautiful give them purpose yeah yeah and then and then they they learn the hard skills in terms of how you uh, do customer service and manager uh, 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 you know money and and all of that stuff uh, yeah. and so they ended up getting jobs in the afternoon my mom helped them get jobs in the afternoon in the community and so it gives me the chills that's yeah, a beautiful it was really story. remarkable yeah and she's um so i learned a lot from that I, uh, you know, I, I really loved high school. Yeah. I mean, I, I did, and, um, and again, you know, this is a, you know, I'm a, I'm a Democrat, and I, I represent a, a pretty swing district, 
but I relate and feel a strong connection with most everybody in large part because I grew up in a really conservative area uh, and, and these friends who I love dearly and family members are very much on the right. Okay. Uh, and somebody asked me the other day, how do you, you know, how do you handle some of these folks who, uh, you know, support, you know, the former president, for example. And I said, well, they were first my friends. They were first my family, you know, and they still are. Yeah, I love them. Yeah, no, I think that's a, that's a that's a more I think that's a message we have to continue yeah. to share, which yeah. is we can have our differences, but we also have so much that actually connects us. And I think people desperately want connectivity and and yeah. and affection and and yeah. and being care, you know, being yeah. thought of. Yeah. yeah. Um, did you have any funny jobs in high school? You know, like that first job or two that like kind of. I was a a, a telemarketer. Oh, I mean, okay. the first job I had, I you know, fifteen years old. I called for hours and hours, really hard job uh, on behalf of the Ohio Police Benevolent Association. So oh, wow. there was a period of time where I could remember I could remember every line of the script. Uh, and that was a hard four straight hours of making calls. Yes. Yeah. yeah. But it's probably good for now, your job now. Yes, it is. <laughs> the other one that I think helped me a lot was I worked at, there's a, a grocery store uh, called IGA. And I cleaned the meat. The only job they had was to clean the meat department mm -hmm. uh, and at night. And so I cleaned, the, I would go in, and this was before you could. No glory you know, there. No glory. Uh, the, you, you didn't have a podcast to listen to. You couldn't listen to oh. music. So you were really just alone. With your own thoughts. With your own thoughts. It was super helpful to me. And I like cleaning. Uh, so I do a lot, if not most of the cleaning in my household. Uh, my wife, it's not that she hates it. It's just I love it. I like to clean. I like to fold laundry. I like to do the dishes. I like all of that yeah, stuff. Yeah. And so I love that job. I liked going in, seeing a just absolutely destroyed uh, meat department, you know, which is absurd thing to say, actually. And then, you know, I had two, three hours of cleaning, and I loved it. I think it's... It's interesting. It says yeah. a lot about you. Yeah. Let's just say that. Um, and then, I like cleaning up messes. I Exactly. It's a metaphor yeah. for what you got to yeah. do a lot. Yeah. Talk a little bit about why you studied theology. That's what you got your master's degree in. I think it's amazing. Um, I grew up and my mom always said we had this Catholic family up the street and there were 13 kids and they knew much more about all the religions than we did. Yeah. Um, so I always like as an adult have tried to learn more and more about other religions, but and mother thoughts. Yeah. So just could you briefly give us an idea of why it is theology? So a couple of reasons. One is that faith has always been a huge part of my life. Ever since I can remember, I believed uh, in God. It was God was a big part of my life. It was just, you know God was just there. Mm -hmm. And part of it was that you know my parents got divorced, and I have you know through the remarriages four sisters, and as the only boy. You know, kind of got lost in that, and uh, you know, I, and and that, that's not just I. You know, I have a wonderful family, but you know, having this relationship with God, which is still the, you know, a big part of my life. I mean, yeah. I it's something. You know, God is something I think about all day, mm -hmm. and I've I have since I can remember, mm -hmm. and so the. The idea of getting a master's degree or doing a little bit more than a bachelor's was something I wanted to pursue and, and, and doing, you know, being able to immerse myself in my faith. 
to study it for two years seemed pretty remarkable. And so that was one of the reasons. And I, and I, I did. I got for several years, I got to just immerse myself in my faith and in other faiths. Absolutely. And, and uh, I loved every minute of it. But it also, I, I applied uh, to Divinity School, I think, on the 14th of September uh, 2001. So, you know, a week or two a week after 9-11, in large part because I wanted to ensure that, I wanted to be part of uh, the next generation of leaders that really understood the role religion played in not just international conflict, uh, international uh, peace, yeah, uh, but, you know, domestically, how we solve problems, yeah. how people interact with one another. And so I... I wanted to be trained in that way. I wanted to go do public service. Ultimately, that was always my goal. But I wanted to be trained in a way that would be different. Yeah. And that was the third reason, which is a lot of folks get their uh, law degree. Mm-hmm. And it seemed like public service, politics had plenty of lawyers. So they having... need a theologist. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Let's talk about your kids and your family okay. a little. So you do the cleaning. Your wife is blessed by that. She, but you're on the road a lot. Would, she would take a little exception to that. Oh, I'm sure. We both do the cleaning, but I love it. Okay, I, that, but my that's, question that's is... a big difference. Okay, your wife... Yeah. I, I look forward to meeting your wife because at some point, Sarah's your wife. Yeah. I want to ask her if you really do clean well. She would say that I... Because I, we've had this conversation many times. I'm sure. I'm not a deep cleaner. I like to put things away. I like to fold laundry. I like to make beds. I like to... Uh, organized cabinets. I like to, but she thinks I uh, skimp on the deep clean. You know, like like <laughs> yeah. I'll 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 declutter the kitchen. Right. But she's like, you didn't really clean clean. She sounds like the perfect wife. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, she's pretty. Um, she's great. But how how do you balance it? And again, you have two kids, young teenagers, and you're gone. And young your wife, teenagers, eleven and thirteen, almost. I guess she a is a thirteen. And yeah. eleven is on He's their way. He's getting close. Yeah. yeah. Young, I just was hard to hear. I know. That. I'm sorry. Like, yeah, yeah, I didn't want to. Yeah. And tell me, like, what is the best? <laughs> what's the hardest part? And what's the best part about being a parent? The hardest part is being away. Yeah. I mean, I'm away today, and I texted them a, a, an hour ago and just said, "What's everyone doing?" Yeah. And just it was to feel just connected. Yeah, and. Um, only one responded <laughs> so far. Okay. So I just, uh, they, they will. I know. But I, it's just, I, I was home for the last uh, week because uh, we're on recess. Right, so you had more time. And I got so much time with both of my kids and, and my wife. And it is so wonderful. I mean, I just, my connection with my daughter is, uh, you know, incredibly special. She is one of my favorite people, best friends. Uh, the same is true for my son. I mean, I, I I love spending time with him. I can do anything with either one of them. Yeah. And so just watching them become these people who are trying to figure out the world. And as my daughter talks, because uh, she goes to camp and they talk about who, you know, uh, uh, it's a way of sort of reflecting on your day. What was the best part of your day? What was 
something you struggled with and who was a guide or gardener. Yeah. And we, for the most part, have become one another's gardeners. Where I love we, that. Yeah, where we're sort that. of helping to guide each other. Yeah. And it works both ways. I mean, she has incredible advice for me in terms of how to manage being way, how to manage being home, how to just manage decisions that you have to make in these jobs. Right. So I... I love being a father. I love being a husband. And I I do wish I could be home a little bit more. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, I believe in what we do, so. Yeah. So who is your biggest cheerleader? My wife. That's great. Yeah, I mean, my mom and my dad are up there, but my wife. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, I, I think of them as, as these great enablers in a good way. That sounds a little pejorative, but that they, they do – they sacrifice so much, but they, they believe in this. They believe in me, but they believe in this moment and how hugely important it is for people to be engaged and to do this work so yeah. that we have the most, you know, um, robust democracy and economy and set of freedoms. Uh, so for everyone, for everyone. Yeah. Um, Okay, these are some quicker questions, yeah. so you can add how much you want, but you can also just give okay, simple sure. answers. If you were stranded on a desert island, what would be the one meal you would wish was there? Chipotle. Chipotle? I don't know. It's oh, like gosh. A, it just like, it fills me up. <laughs> it fills me up where uh, I'm a vegetarian, and so there's it's hard to, as a vegetarian, at least for me, to get full. Yeah. And for whatever reason, that burrito with the sofritas. It's or, a good one. Yeah. Okay. And um, what kind of exercise do you like to do? So I picked up boxing about 10 years ago. And, uh, you know, I'll spar, but for the most part, it's just bag work. I just, I like, uh, you can't be on your phone when you're boxing because you have gloves on. Yeah. And so when I walk around and I'll, you know, uh, I, uh, I I really do enjoy working out because it's a way of unplugging more than anything else. Yes. But the bag work to me is the best because you can't do anything other than bag work. Yeah. And what music do you enjoy listening to with your kids? So anything my daughter. My daughter is a big uh, you know, music person, and so we go to a lot of concerts. She and I listen to a lot of Taylor Swift, a lot of Halsey, a lot of Lumineers. Mm -hmm. uh, we just uh, discovered Camp with two A's. So we, we listen to a lot of music. That's great. Um, favorite color? Blue. Uh, okay, do you sleep like with... Like a light blue. Light blue. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah. Light blue is good. Uh, do you sleep with your phone by your bed or do you put another room? By my bed because I use it as a sound machine. As a what? Sound machine. I should just get a sound machine but I use the phone. Oh, for a sound to relax. Yeah. It's hard for... I'm, an, I'm a horrible sleeper. Okay. So I need darkness and... Sound machine. Yeah. Okay. I'm not even going to ask what your wife thinks about the sound machine. We're going to just keep going. She has one. Oh, she yeah. has one too? Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, the funny thing is I, I always ask people what their favorite household chore is, but we already know yours, so we're just going to yeah. keep going. If you and your wife could go on a vacation anywhere in the world, where would that be? We would probably pick different places, uh, although I really want to go to Hawaii with, with her. I've never been. Okay. I've never been. She loves like a nice big a big city, um, but almost anywhere. I for the My wife and I, uh, her name's Sarah, she we can do almost anything like we it does not have to be yeah. we like running errands together yeah. you know what i mean yeah. like and so 
it doesn't really matter. I love it. Talk a little bit about your bracelets. I'm just curious what they all represent. So my daughter, uh, she's 13. I ran for city. I, 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 I ran for city council in 2017 in Cincinnati. So that was what six, seven years ago. Mm -hmm. And so she made this. Uh, and it just says Landsman uh, City Council. And then when I decided to run for Congress, she made me one that says Landsman uh, uh, for Congress. And then uh, I am very involved in Moms Demand Action and the work to I love it. reduce gun violence. Yes. And, you know, part of it is because I have, you know, young children. Yes. And I, I want to be part of the generation of parents that ends this gun violence uh, epidemic and crisis in our country once and for all. Hallelujah. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, personal. This could be your most personal question. You like tattoos. Yeah. So what is your favorite tattoo on your body? You don't have to show us. And what does it represent? I just think it's an interesting thing because a lot of people have tattoos. So I have a lot of tattoos. Most of them you can't see. You can see the ones on my uh, wrist, but uh, I have... Uh, the the probably the two, at the moment the two from my daughter uh, one says never give up and when she was learning cursive we okay. were working through that you know how important it is yeah. to just keep going and the other one is when she just got she had just had her bat mitzvah uh, it's omet's uh, courage in courage. Hebrew so omet's. this is her learning uh, and, and we talked about how you have to be really courageous if you're going to do your bat mitzvah and stand up in front of all those folks and put yourself out there. And I think courage and the willingness to keep going is so important right now. Yeah, and the metaphor, like the idea that it is for a bat mitzvah or any uh, rite of you know passage for people and then to carry that through, I yeah. think it's very important. Yeah, I agree. Thank you for sharing that. Okay, so now we're going to switch to a game, Kiss, Mary, Trash. It has other names. You've probably heard of it. Um, yeah, you're smiling. And the whole idea is what you would kiss, what you would marry, what you would trash. They're kind of easy ones. You can just answer them, but you can also give quick commentary if you'd like on why. But okay. um, kind of feel like this is a good way for people to get to know yeah, uh, sure. you quickly. So the first one is ping pong, bowling, miniature golf. So ping pong, bowling, miniature golf, um... Kiss, marry, and trash. Uh, miniature golf. I would. I, I'm not a miniature golf so you fan. Trash so that? I would. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure why. I I just have never gotten into miniature golf. I love ping pong and bowling. I'm. I guess I would probably marry bowling. No, ping pong. Okay, marry ping pong. And uh, kiss bowling. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Chocolate chip cookie, ice cream, apple pie. So I, I'm not a big dessert guy, but okay, I, I, I would, tr I would trash the apple pie, which sounds terrible. It feels un-American to say <laughs> that. Um, and I love apples. I just don't like a, you know, apple pie. Yeah, I mean, I'll eat it. Uh, ice cream. I, you know, I always say the most Jewish thing about me is my stomach. So I, you know, I, I don't really. Okay. Uh, so I kiss it. You know, I kiss ice cream, but I, I, I could eat chocolate chip cookies. You can marry chocolate yeah, chip cookies. Yeah. yeah. Um, if you were going to relax, Netflix, reading, meditating. Netflix top. I mean, I, I, I binge documentaries. Yeah. I do two or three documentaries a week, which I, which is, is about 150 documentaries a year. Uh, and... Uh, sometimes I end up watching them again. I just, I, I love documentaries. 
Uh, what are the other two? Read? Reading and meditating. Oh, I've been meditating a lot more. I mean, it's more conscious breathing. So yeah. I would, uh, yeah, Netflix, Mary, uh, and then and then meditation. I'm not, I since I read all day for work. It's hard. I can't. I just can't sit down with a book. Now, I can sit down and meditate, and I can sit down and watch Netflix. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah. Um, food, Mexican, Japanese, Italian. Oh, because, oh my gosh, um, I love Mexican food. Mexican food is at So you're going to marry Mexican. Yeah, and and then and then Japanese. I love sushi and almost anything, you know, and then probably Italian would be. Third. Yeah. Well, if Italian's third, I'm going to go back to it because yeah. my real favorite question to ask people is fusilli, penne, spaghetti. Spaghetti. Yeah, I like basic spaghetti and a really nice red sauce. And by nice, I just mean like... A tomato sauce. Yeah, like a nice, you know, tasty red sauce. I did. I'm a pretty basic guy in that sense. The one thing I do like is a nice Parmesan cheese, you yeah. know? Yeah. yeah, it's all good. By the way, Cincinnati has a ton of incredibly good Italian restaurants. I mean, same with Japanese restaurants and Mexican restaurants, but... We but have a ton of Italian restaurants. Is that because you had a lot of immigration? I, yeah, I mean, it's a city of immigrants, um, but, uh, you know, we also just, we had, uh, you know, a few chefs that came and they just, more and Good. more came, yeah. Good. Okay, the last one, which I think is probably right up your alley, basketball, baseball, football. To watch or play? Oh, you could do either one. Which one do you want to do? How I, about to watch? I, I mean, football is the top. I love watching it. I love playing it to the extent I still can do backyard football or throwing it with you know throwing the football with my son that's the top uh what were the other two baseball and baseball basketball so i play a lot of basketball with my son so that would be number two and then baseball okay cool this is where i asked the last question and um and it was funny because when i was putting it together and thinking about you and theology um, my last question is about joy what brings you joy what does joy mean to you and how do you spread joy? But I'm going to back up. Most people, I would stop there and I'd then be quiet. But um, because you studied theology, you understand where joy came from. Psalms 98. Yeah. And, you know, I think about the song, joy to the world, you know, and how much that meant to me as like one of the songs I grew up with. Can you talk a little bit about it from what it meant in the Bible? Yeah. And then, because I think it would be interesting for folks, because there's a little history there. Yeah. And then answer like a normal person that didn't study theology. I mean, the, the, the answers are going to be very similar. I like that. I, this is a, this is a big thing for me, joy. And I, I always try to remind people that it's really important to find your joy. And I think part of what I've learned to do as I'm, you know, getting older is to really not judge people anywhere near what I used to or you know just like find your joy yes because that is the best thing you can do for yourself and the best thing you can do for the community of people around you and that is part of you know the the message uh, in in Torah or by the Bible which is you know if you when you find your joy uh, and uh, whatever that is, uh, because it's different for every single person. Right. But it's the thing that makes you really happy, and it makes you kind, and it makes you 
just a delight to be around. You were doing something so incredibly powerful for the the world. Yeah. Uh, and you think about the world and uh, and you're the, the part of the world that you're occupying. And if you're, you know, if you found your joy, people are going to be better off. I mean, they're just going to be happier because you're a kinder, more decent, more engaged person. Yeah, it is. An, it's an interesting piece because as you spread joy, it's like a ripple that becomes yeah. a wave. And I think that that is what we're, we lack so much of right now. And if people could find their joy, and also sometimes joy is in the most simple things, yeah. um, it, it would help so much. That is was, so, so if you better. take away anything from this, it's, you know, sit down and write a list of the things that bring you joy. I like that. And then just go and do those things constantly. Yeah. And I, I, I want to say thank you because I think that's a great way to end. And I also just want to be reminded and, you know, we started with the idea of teaching and being a teacher. And the whole idea is why you do what you yeah. do. And I like to say this a lot of times is like, you're really doing this for your kids, yeah. your grandkids, yeah. people everywhere, their kids and their grandkids. And by being a teacher and now being in the house, you continue that work, which is how do we take care of the next generations? Yeah.